sometimes you have to start over. Well, I was going to ask about what you think of being of the possibility of being captain on the soccer team would be. And if you were captain, how would that change your view of the season? Like but I don't know if I didn't want to ask that because you don't want to assume anything about whether or not you're going to be captain of the soccer team or not. Yeah, I guess. But I'm going to ask that question anyways. So I'm recording. Brilliant. Welcome to another episode of the Sam Deary Example Podcast. Today, we have the most related person has ever been on my podcast. I guess the only person who's ever been truly related to me on my podcast. His name is Paul Deary. Paul. Yes. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. How are you? Freaking amazing. And have you done anything super freaking awesome today? Uh, no, not particularly. <laughs> no? <laughs> actually, actually, yes. Have you been productive? I have been very productive. And I PR'd on my deadlift oh, by 50 pounds today. So that was a W for sure. <laughs> Here's the thing that you're missing out on is that back at Miami we have these like claws I don't even know what to call them but you can like move them so if I ever want to like I like to move around I like to sit back in my chair and stuff and so I just move it around with me see the weird thing about the podcasts is you want it to just be like normal and organic but there's something not organic about talking into a microphone but you'll see you just kind of eventually get used to it and you just begin to have regular conversations. So we did start this a second ago, but I wanted to hold back on one of the questions, which I'm going to end up asking anyway, so it doesn't matter. But I'll start off with this. And this is the second time I've asked you this in, in the last two minutes. So maybe you've come up with something different. What are you excited about in life right now? Yeah, I just say soccer is what I'm excited about. And actually the possibility of playing some other sports this year too would be really cool. I kind of feel like there's always kind of, you can really only have one thing in particular that you're like really drilled in on at a time. And right now I feel like it's kind of sports because this is like my last year for it. Yeah. And what do you think about how you spend so much time? This is what always kind of annoyed me about high school. What do you think about spending so much of your time on sports, spending so much of your energy on sports, and then after high school you just never do it anymore? Well, I think that, you know, it's, it is true that you learn some stuff other than sports from doing it. And I think, honestly, like, I don't understand people that do individual sports because... Like wrestling? Maybe not. Wrestling's not. I was thinking <laughs> of, like, I don't know, like, tennis or golf, which, I mean, I don't have a problem with people that play tennis or golf, but I feel like the best lessons you learn are, like, teamwork and stuff, and you just make a lot of friends doing it, and... I mean, I guess there's other people on tennis teams, but I feel like it's not the same if you're not, like, working together in the games because, like, when you're under pressure and stuff and you're still having to work together, it, like, brings you together in a way that individual sports don't. Do you really think about that, though? Has there ever been an actual situation in your life where you've stopped and thought, you know what, I'm so glad that I played soccer because if I didn't have soccer as a team sport in my life, I wouldn't have been able to deal with this situation properly. I mean, more or less, yeah, that's the only reason that I play it. I'm not, like, a huge soccer fanatic or anything like that but whenever we're doing like sprints or something hard i always kind of have this that feel this 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 chakra of, <laughs> of like this bondingness that comes that, uh. that comes together kind of like when ants 
or get lost from the hive or not the hive <laughs> the mound whatever it is um they have like a little forget pheromone pheromone that brings them all back together and they can follow it back to each other and that's what i feel like is in the air when like you're doing something hard and i'm like dying and then someone's like hey you know get up keep going really and that's a good yeah so i i've always found a lot of value in going through hard things with people because mm-hmm. it does give you that type of bond that you guys understand something together that no one else does and wrestling even though it is individual and you wrestle individually you go all go to practice you all know what it's like to be wrestling for i, I don't even remember how long the periods are five minutes three minutes three minutes you all know what it's like to be going for a nine minute match a 10 minute match maybe even sometimes a 15 minute match when it's tied for a long time you all know what that feeling's like. So there's something about being in the trenches with those people that is different. But one thing that I've always hated was if I'm like doing squats or something super hard <laughs> with my skinny knees. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm doing squats or something that's really hard and someone's like, there's this one dude on our team in particular. He was like, come on, you can do it. Let's go. And I'll just be like, shut the frick up. And, and as you were talking about earlier today, uh, you did these little like hand clean things. Oh yeah. Uh, so like you do the hand cleans over and over as many times as you possibly can for five minutes. And there's something in that, that I really liked because I'm really good at maintaining pain for a long time. And that's what the, a lot of the people on the top good movie would talk about is that it wouldn't be so much being in 10 G's. Yeah. yeah it'd be like too. being in seven G's for like 20 minutes, which is what was really hard. And that's what I'm good at. It's like a lot of pain for a long period of time. But anyways, I don't know how I started talking about that. I've always hated when people like yell at me when I'm trying to lift something. I'm, I'm the opposite. Well, it depends on if it's like, I feel like it's sincere or not. Like if some guy, like say I'm like a freshman or a sophomore, because this doesn't really apply too much to me anymore, being, you know, the big dog on campus. <laughs> but like if some guy that will never talk to me and never pays any attention to me. I'm just some piddly little JV bench player. And like, he only comes up to me when I'm like doing some squat thing or anything like that. And then he's like screaming at me. I kind of feel like you have no relationship with, we have no relationship and it's not sincere. It's just him going to be honest. Usually it's going for the captain thing. It's like if the coach wasn't here, he wouldn't even do it in the first place. And I find that very annoying. But if I'm like doing like split squats is a good example because I have a specific memory of this. One of my friends just kind of came up to me and he's like, he's kind of yelling at me because, you know, split squats, if anyone's ever done split squats, you know, they like burn more than hardly anything. And it it motivates me. Like you, you feel this actual jolt of like adrenaline or something. And it kind of, it really makes it the next like couple seconds literally aren't even like painful anymore. Really? And then, yeah, I guess I just have, I have some, I guess that's different between us. I, I guess I get my energy externally and you get yours internally. Oh, interesting. Which is weird because I'm definitely an extrovert, which would be the opposite. That's a different energy though. That is. Well. But, but it is it is strange how, here's what is strange. So this is going to contradict what I just said. As a human being, it's interesting how things that are different in your life are kind of the same don't do that i'm just taking it off i'd rather hold it up here than 
have to sit really awkwardly <laughs> trying to stay up with this thing. Well, you're going to wish that you hadn't done that, but actually that looks kind of yeah, This cool. looks a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> when I would usually think it'd be this way. So if I'm an extrovert and when I go to a party, I'm like super energized and all these different things. And after I talk to people that I'm like excited to do a bunch of stuff, it would make sense that when I was lifting, when people were yelling at me, it would make me even more hype because that sort of relates to bringing energy in from the outside. Do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying, but I have a different a different philosophy on that. I think oh, that an you? extrovert, someone who is very extroverted is someone who tends to be very squared away on the inside. And I think that... Who's an extrovert? Someone who's an extrovert is very squared away on the inside because they don't really have any problem going out late. They tend to be very confident and like don't really care that much about what other people think. And when you don't care that much about what other people think, you know, they other people aren't the people you're getting your motivation you from. It doesn't stress you. So really, I think that extroverts are more internal than introverts. Because Well, what I've found is that the people who... Okay, so I have a friend. Really? Whose name <laughs> I'm not going to say because he's probably going to be one of the three people who listen to this. <laughs> what? No, no. It's the only one I know. Uh, that's the only friend you know. I <laughs> <coughs> I'm gonna say, it. Gabe Fishlock. But this is this is Gabe. This is this is what I think of when I think of Gabe. Like when I first met him, so when we were like 13 years old, is that he was so outgoing and he loved being around people so much that he was always with people and he never got anything else done. And in order for you to be a really internal person and peaceful on the inside, you need to have time and silence and thought. And when you're an extrovert like really an extrovert and you have a lot of friends then you never have time to just stop and be in thought i think that's so generalized though like i hate this extrovert introvert thing because yeah, that's true it really all comes down to the it really i was actually thinking about this the other day i, I think about it a lot actually though how much your perception of yourself is what you think not just what other people how they perceive you, but the specific people that you're with at that moment in time. So if you're, um, we've talked about this before, like if you go into a new class, the, the, the energy that you bring on the first day is like what you're going to have the whole time. And it's because that's what you know those people think of you as. And so Isn't that's that kind of how you feel you are. Like there's some, some, a lot of people would consider me probably a very extroverted person. Whereas there's a lot of other people that think I'm very introverted. Well, can you point at a time in your life where you decided to be extroverted? Maybe it was the first day of freshman year you decided to be extroverted. So now Definitely you not just... the first day of freshman year. Or just I... there was a day or a time or something where you were decided that when you met this group of people, you're going to be outgoing and then it's carried on since then? Yeah. It has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens. Yeah. And then it also I happens the opposite way where you kind of you you collapse. Like there are people I know – the people that I met first when I first started going to Lebanon, like five years ago, I was really, really quiet and shy and everything. I was still very uncomfortable with those people yes. to this day. Yeah. Because I know that they kind of think of me as this shy, quiet person that just kind of sits in a corner. And so that's the kind of what I feel like I am. Well, I see, you can it. break out of that too, because that's happened to me. And it definitely happened to me in high school. And when I see people who I knew from high school and... I was kind of more quiet in high school for a lot of reasons, but I I make a specific effort to be as outgoing as I possibly can to those people. Because one of the reasons why I think you act like that is because it's the best way out. 
It's the most comfortable thing to do. So when you show up in a group of people where you're always the outgoing person and they expect you to be outgoing, it's actually going to be easier to be outgoing than mm. it would be to be shy. Yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. so you're always just taking the way that's going to be most comfortable for you. So it's hard when you've always been outgoing with a bunch of people and maybe a little bit, let's say, reckless, <laughs> whether with your actions or with your words. You just say like things that you don't wouldn't usually say, maybe inappropriate stuff or like mean gossipy things maybe. And so when you're around them, you're still really outgoing, but you're also more judgmental and more likely to gossip. So it's hard because now that's the most comfortable thing to do with them. Like I could think specifically about my Newman Center friends. I'm so much more comfortable to be uplifting around them because I'm more comfortable doing that. And then you get to the other people who you're still outgoing, but now you're more likely to tear people down around those people. So now you have to make a conscious effort to try and be virtuous with your non-virtuous friends, even though you're outgoing. You know what I think is an even better example of that than just your, your non-virtuous friends? is your family. And I think that that's something that probably everyone can kind of relate to is when, as soon as you walk into your own house, it's like a whole different, you kind of turns on. Like for me, it's a lot harder for me to like, I don't know, like I've always grown up being this certain way in this house that it's really not that similar to the way that I act when I'm out there. So when I come back in here, then I'm like, I'm more, like, I don't know, more, I guess more baller and not as much Paul, <laughs> I guess is the best way I could explain it. I think the big reason for that is we are always here. When you go hang out with your friends, you're only with them for like five hours. Oh, that's a good point too. Yeah. So when you're with them, you're always talking. But today we haven't, we've been in the house with each other ever since you got home from soccer at like nine o'clock. I don't know. I think, well, actually no. And I do like that because... I think that when I'm with Josh, I'm a lot closer to the way I am normally than out there. And it's not because I'm, like, uncomfortable with most other people, but when you get to, like, a new level of, like, comfortableness. Yeah, when you talk about friends and family, they're the friends. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, the people that you could go in a 30-minute car ride with in total silence and not feel awkward. Yeah. You know, people like that. Or go on a 30-minute car ride and make it feel like five minutes. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Just people you're so comfortable with. Yeah. In fact... I just had a few of my friends show up to my gig the other day and I was talking to them and then I got up and left and, and started doing my gig again and then they started and then they left and wa watching them walk away I realized that I was just as comfortable I literally had this thought I was just as comfortable around them as I am around you and my siblings like to be whatever type of person that I want to be isn't that cool? I was like I just as easily just talked to them as anything else you know? And I think that one of the tricks is to just get to that point as quickly as possible. For me, it's wanting to get there like immediately is when you meet somebody. Do you ever feel like you carry momentum from like the people that you're like, whichever group of people you're like, you like the you in there the best, and then you show up to some other one. But if you go right from one to the other, you find it a lot like easier, cool easier to still act like the, the one from the other group. <clears throat> yeah, and vice versa. Yeah. But... But here's what's hard, actually. When you bring the friends that you're Paul with say, <laughs> over to the house. Very uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, who's the friend that... Like, not Josh. Even Josh like, a little bit. 
Like even Josh a little bit. I mean, I still feel like I have to play kind of host, I guess, when Josh is here. Not, not even because, like, when I'm at his house, they don't care at all. But that's because I'm at his house. Like, fair people listening, Josh, let's say, represents like, see everyday friend, best friend. <laughs> um, and you know, he hardly ever comes over here. So then, and like, you guys don't know him as well as I do. Whereas I know all his I entire know family pretty he's well. He's kind of small. And yeah. He thinks he can beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> He's just kind of small. That's all I know about him. Um, you should tell him to listen to this podcast. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I told him about it one time, and he seemed interested in it, but you said it was on every platform, and he goes, oh, is it on whatever platform you said? And you go, oh, no, it's not on that one. Which one? I think Apple. Apple's See, on. Apple, it will be on Apple. Listen, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is going to be on Apple Podcasts, but you can listen to any podcast like you know, if you don't have Spotify Premium, you can't listen to any song, but you can listen to any podcast, I believe. So like even if you don't use Spotify, you can still listen to any podcast. This is on YouTube. This one will be on YouTube because we have video for the first time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is cool because this is the first time that we've ever been. This is my room, and this is the first time that we're using these regular microphones. I mean microphones that I didn't get from the school. So now it's carried outside of the school. Um, no, you're basically in frame. It's expanding. It, yeah, it's expanding. Same theory it's podcast. expanding to the home life. And that's the, the other thing that's cool, too, is we never sit down and talk like this. I was about to say that, too. Like, right before this started, we were just kind of quiet. And then as soon as this started, now we're, like, talking to each other and everything. Because that's just, that's just, this, this doesn't really take a lot of energy. Not really. But we are intentionally having a conversation that if we went out to eat dinner, we'd probably be having a similar conversation. Yeah, like if this is the same way, like when we're both in like a, like a have fun mood, this is kind of yeah. We're right kind of, now we're just in a, a have fun about, of, in the podcast. Because like whenever you're you're in a fun mood, whenever, whenever there's something going on, that you're kind of excited for. Like this is this is an unusual little thing. Whereas when it's just every day sitting around, like we're here with each other all day, so there's no rush to say anything to each other because we have the rest of the day yeah all right so you were talking about how you don't like it when people are captain on the soccer team or captain on the sports team and they just start acting like the captain oh yeah like they were never leaders before they were never humble they were never really that good at the sport anyways (laughs) they're just the only freaking senior on the entire team so now they've decided that they need to take on this persona of being a captain let's say you become captain, which you already have like a little squad called Maverick or something. <laughs> team Maverick. Uh, <laughs> shout out Team Maverick. <laughs> you already have like a squad of like five people or whatever, right? Well, like nine. Nine? Okay. And you lead them or whatever. I don't know. You're captain. I'm the. You I'm... tell them when to wear the shirts, what shirts they should wear. <laughs> when you lose your phone, you just ask Josh to tell them what shirts to wear. And... Anyways, so either going off of that, how do you make sure, what are some things that you keep in mind to be a good captain and say you become captain of the soccer team, are you going, you probably are going to act a little bit different because you are kind of a leader in a way that you weren't before and you're a senior and like, I don't know. No, no, no. What do you think about becoming captain on the soccer team? Well, do? I don't agree with what you just said because okay. first of all, I don't all, really know what I just said. I already, well, like you saying like, I'm going to change the way I act. I'm not I saying you captain. are, but you don't like it how people do. Well, yeah, like yeah. they only come up and yell at you when you're squatting because they're captain. Like they wouldn't do it. Yeah, anyways. yeah, yeah. But like the the idea of like 
now you have this little armband with a C on it, and now you ha- you have to take up like some more responsibilities and stuff. I feel like the people that become captains should be the ones that were doing that in the first place. And I think... Well, kind of, but you also sort of concede to who is the captain. Yeah, So you're not going to be like, no, I want to be leader of the group chat. And like jump... No, you just let the captain be the leader of yeah, the group chat. Yeah, that's fair. And that's kind of the way it is right now. There's five team leaders for another Maverick reference, but... Um, Wait, there's five team leaders in Maverick? No, 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 no. There's five teams. Okay, I see. And five, there's a team leader for each team. And those are already pretty much the undisputed... No, nah, I don't want to say undisputed. I mean, anybody could become captain. But like every day, um, like the, you know, Warriors on three, one, two, three, Warriors. Like, like I do that every day. Like that's my thing. With Maverick. With the entire team. The entire freaking team? The entire team. Oh. That's me. And oh, and I cool. give I give the little... I give... <laughs> I give the little the little speeches before or after practice or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's not like that's not because I'm the leader of Matt. Like that that doesn't really It's just cuz you're good at giving speeches. I apparently I'm just good at giving speeches. I just I didn't decide to do that cuz I had some little some little thing where I tell people what shirt to wear every week and like sometimes like I don't know, organize. But it does have to do with your comfortability comfortable comfortability growing as a senior yeah and i think that has kind of helped me a little bit as like a captain person because like people especially like juniors and sophomores see me see me a lot like as one of the leaders i guess which is kind of cool and i do definitely think it's the best leadership experience that i've ever had because now i'm kind of i'm kind of like i'm a little leader guy at, at practice every day and um so like the like I give I give these speeches like maybe I don't know once or twice a week whenever something comes like, into my like head. Like Jocko speeches. Um, like probably get on the war path. No, it's more like it's more like I don't know. I realize whenever I whenever I kind of like what I'm doing right now, like my voice becomes a lot softer whenever I start talking in front of people. Lower. And I start talking and more like manly. this. Not really more manly. It's kind of more. Kind of higher and quieter. More and like feminine. Kind of, <laughs> more, <laughs> I don't know if I'd say feminine, but like soft-spoken i don't do that on purpose it's not like i'm that uncomfortable talking to the soccer team but that's just what happens i start talking like this Hmm. and like whether or not i was um a leader of one of the little group things i think i would do that anyways because i don't know it's again just because somebody's not a leader of one of these groups doesn't mean that they're not going to be a captain on the team and um, nothing i remember i was having a conversation with my friend gideon about this uh like at the beginning of the spring right when i first got the little uh we first started with the team stuff and uh coach told me i was one of the captains of those teams i was like not i've never been really any kind of a leader before mainly because i'm just not very good at soccer and so like last year (laughs) last year i probably played like maybe i'd probably play like a third of the games in varsity like a third a third of the game each game for the most part whether that be sometimes i wouldn't play at all other times i play almost the entire game but i was in average throughout the entire season you probably played a third of the varsity yeah i was like i'd say a below average varsity player the only reason that i uh, was on there was just because I'm a good runner. You're speedy quick. I'm speedy quick. But, so like I was in no place to be giving speeches or anything like that last year. But like this year, I don't know. Something that I think is weird about soccer that I've noticed is I just get better at it without practicing. 
like my skills get better and well, you go to soccer every day well like i'll take like a seven month break between the end of the season and then spring and, and you're come better back. when you come back. <laughs> i'm better when i come back maybe you're just in better shape and faster maybe oh, well that's definitely a part of it it helps to be faster and stronger but um i'm more qualified i guess i'd say i think you're just more confident and i think well yeah i think i'm a lot more confident just from other stuff too and so it kind of kind of just trickled over i guess i don't know now i want to walk a little bit through your high school experience from freshman year till now upcoming senior year and so we're going to do a little bit of reflection and we're going to do a little bit of sort of present planning for the future (laughs) as as in what you're going to get out of your senior year so when i look back on my high school i'm motivated to do as much as i can because i look back and see all the things that i just didn't do out of honestly i just want to say fear because i i i sort of just fell into those problems of being kind of quiet at first and then just always being quiet and then never wanting to be around these people yeah you had a weirdly bad attitude about well from the beginning and so when i joined wrestling i started realizing wow this could be really cool but i was already a senior literally a second semester senior and so it's kind of too late to get involved in the community because everyone's saying goodbye to you (laughs) everyone's like oh where are you gonna be going i'm like nowhere yet anyways (laughs) so i i see that you do a lot of stuff first of all let's give a quick rundown of what you do baller baller deary he plays soccer he's captain of the maverick team (laughs) he does spanish honor society which he claims is really hard to get into spanish national (laughs) international honor society (laughs) spanish international honor society (laughs) Uh, and which is apparently super hard to get into because you need to have straight A's. It's not hard to get into as a senior, but to get into at all when I was a junior for me to get in. That, oh, that oh, was the hard oh, part. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. So you are cool. And then uh, <laughs> FBLA, you're like a leader of future business leaders of America. Vice president. Vice of future business president. leaders of America. Uh, what else? Um, quiz team. Oh yeah, I'm on the the quiz team or the academic team. Um, I keep trying to do ultimate frisbee, and then Get busy. I keep quitting because I have other other commitments. And I think that's about all. I think that's all I've done so far. So you're pretty active. Yeah, more or less. In things with the school, particularly that only the school provide that you won't be able to do when you leave high school. Yes. So most of the things that you spend your time doing, I couldn't do if I wanted to anymore because i've missed my opportunity so what why are you involved in all of those things do you, have you done it as sort of a, i want to get as much out of this as possible has it just sort of been on the fly why did have you do you get involved in so many things and as you do you do it as a i want to get so much out of this or is it just you don't haven't really thought about it i think it's a mix of you don't really think about it you just stuff comes up and i definitely from about junior year started to become really conscious about like college applications and stuff. And I was like, I have zero leadership stuff to put on here at all. So then when I got a chance to be an FBLA, I was like, Ooh, I'll do that. And like, but you were excited. You were like, Oh, first of all, the teacher, 
Oh, well, we, I was we asked talked, by the teacher who oh, oh, I, oh, I didn't even we know greatly that. admire. So yeah. <laughs> There's a teacher that I want to have on the podcast. His name is Mr. Beck. And I think I've talked about him a little bit on this podcast. I don't know. He come, He tends to come up in conversation, especially with Baller. But anyways, you were saying? Yeah, so he asked me if I wanted to do that. And so I was like, well, he, he didn't ask me if I wanted to be in it. He wanted to ask me if I wanted to be an officer in it. Which oh, kind of that so promoted without even joining? I was actually the first person in FBLA to ever Lebanon history to ever start as an officer, well, I, which I didn't well, realize. Make a plaque and put that on the wall <laughs> right as soon as you enter the door. Well, I I don't have a plaque for that, but I do have an FBLA plaque. <laughs> but I do have a plaque. state champion in health and something management, health and insurance ri- risk, health and risk insurance management. I think so. I do have an FBLA plaque, but wait, wait, health. You have health, two. No, wait. Healthcare credentials was no. You have two, don't you? Well, I won two, but I'm pretty sure the but one of them was health and risk management. No, 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 no. One of them was insurance and risk management. That's what okay. it was. There was a different one called healthcare or something, something. I don't know. I didn't even. Oh, place. so you're big into the insurance industry. <laughs> I, I guess so, but um. I won that one, which was actually a funny story because I was up there with this girl named Natalie. I can't remember what her name is, but you might <laughs> you might know as long as you know her first name. She's one grade. She's one grade below you. She has like red hair, and her name's Natalie. And anyways, they always called up the top eight people who scored like that top eight highest, and they would call you off eight, seven, six. And then I remember there were three people left, and then they called out somebody. They'd be like from and then whatever school, and they called out a school that wasn't Lebanon. So then there's only so two. So we're like, left. there's only two left. And she goes, it's just me and you. And I was like, and then they called her name. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow. I don't remember what we were talking about. See, those are so fun experiences. At the state leadership conference at FPLA was a lot of fun, for sure. Yeah. And when I look back on, See, I actually don't talk about music a whole lot on this podcast. Maybe partly because I'm the same person, but there's always someone new. So there's well, usually so the new you person. don't have a musical person. Well, that you're that's true. Got to connect with the. I need to have a audience. musical person. Anyways, I need to connect with myself. Um, I kind of make a lot of money playing music, at least for my age. Now it's your turn to flex. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like today, I have a gig. I have a gig tomorrow. I have. And then I have two the next day. So I play a lot of gigs. And just looking back on how I started music, I don't even remember the first day I picked up a guitar. I kind of remember the first song I played. I kind of remember like learning the chords. I kind of learned them pretty fast. I don't really remember deciding that I wanted to play piano. I don't remember ever deciding I wanted to sing. I just like did all of these things because I liked them. And I think that's what's interesting and that our parents are actually good at is just letting us do what we find is interesting, which is a, uh, it's a risky thing to do. In what way? Because if you just let your kids find whatever they want, they could, one, either find something that they really like and become captain on the soccer team and uh, Mr. Bank Account with their music. <laughs> So, like, me and you, <laughs> I think, are the most positive examples of our parents' parenting. But you could also decide that you don't like anything. Like, if your parents just let you decide what you like and you don't find anything ever that you like, 
then you just don't have anything that you like. One plus one sometimes, equals three. Sometimes you gotta you gotta you gotta force your kids to do things. Yeah. And they won't appreciate it in the moment. No, like, they won't. They make you try out for some musical or <laughs> something. Do you appreciate that? I I I do, but not because I was like, Oh, that was a good experience. I'm glad I have that. It's more of like a I can look back on it whenever I have to do something I don't want to do and be like I, it's not, this, as, bad it's not as bad as having to sing and dance <laughs> Some in an people audition are like, room. It's not as bad as dying on a cross, but you just go, it's not as bad as auditioning <laughs> for The Little Mermaid. <laughs> it was Les Miserables. Oh, it was. And, yeah. So, yeah. that And it's just kind of a funny story. Look back and back to the bonding thing when you have to go through something hard together. Me and our sister, Claire. <laughs> well, neither of us were into it at all. We had to take voice lessons and all that, all that good stuff. And now we have that thing to to bring us together to complain about whenever she comes <laughs> home from college. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyways, I was just thinking about how I, I didn't even, like, mean to start gigs, you know? I, I wasn't – and you weren't like, oh, I really want to get the plaque for nutrition and risk uh, for my <laughs> college application. I'm going to strive after that. It's just like, this looks fun, interesting, and then you just did it. You know, is that interesting? Like, we try so hard to plan for the things that we want to do, and it never, ever turns out that way. So what's the solution? Well, you need to put yourself in the... I have, I have a good analogy, but I can't... I can't... You need to put yourself right in front of a dam that's about to break. So... No, well, like, okay, I don't like no, that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Hear this out. Hear this out. Once it breaks, then all these things come flowing through and like i was thinking about this with another teacher named mr Lynx, who has like a story for like literally everything um whether some of them are made up or not i guess i don't know for sure but like he's very he's had so many experiences that's the thing he's big into is having a lot of experiences in life like he's a high school teacher but he has a super cool life outside of teaching and i just feel like things like that will just come up just based on the way he's living a bunch of cool things just pop up and you got you, you just mention a girl and he has a story or you, yeah, yeah stuff you, you mention a i don't know you went you know and he has yeah 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 and like he's big in he's big into dirt biking like mountain biking and stuff said, like that i almost said atv oh that would have been I, I wouldn't have known what that i wouldn't have clicked with me what atv was but is that like a it's a four-wheeler oh yeah, yeah yeah so he's like biking and all that stuff and skiing and he just likes to do a lot of things and when you go around and you just kind of do these cool things all these cool stories and everything will just flood towards you, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you do just need to put yourself you out there. You need to put yourself... But at, well, not it, just put yourself out there. You just need to live this lifestyle where these things, they just happen. If, but they don't just happen. Like, they do, but... Like, they, you joined FBLA. Well, And now yeah. you have a lot of cool stories. I mean, at some point, you, you do... You didn't just sit at home. You do have to take action... So, some, so yeah, here's, here's what I think. Here's why I don't like the dam as much. Because <laughs> you have to <laughs> you have to get to the dam. <laughs> and then and you, you have, have to, to know, break it. You have to know that you're standing in front of a dam. <laughs> you know? Uh, but Then you have to bring your sledgehammer. And, and you have to decide not to walk up along the side. Here's what a lot of people might do. There might be a dam. It's here, okay? And then there's like a muddy hill here. And a lot of people try and take the muddy hill to the top where they can jump in the water. 
<laughs> no, no. Okay, I'm going to stop there. Here's what I'm saying. So, for me, I really want to start playing a lot of places. I want to start coming out with music and and just learning a bunch of stuff. I don't know. And it's like, I, I want to make this perfect plan. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, all the way to Y, and then Z. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to do all these things. But what I'm learning is, in order for your life to go the way that, let's say, someone like Michael Bublé's does, or or Zach Brown, or any of these people I like to listen to. So many random things have to happen. So, like, if you tried to plan this, say this, 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 and this, and this, and then this crazy freaking thing has to <laughs> fall right here, and then after that crazy thing happens that I have no way of controlling or any way of possibly having foresight of this event. Dang it. There go our LED light. <laughs> One second. Perfect. Then this, this, and this is going to happen. But here's what I just need to do. Just always be doing. There's this quote by Thomas Jefferson that I love that says, the man who is always doing will never have complaint for want of time. And it's so true. Just always be doing. So for me, I want to be like, just drive out to Bogarts. Just call Bogarts. Do everything you can. Get in touch with every person you can. And something crazy is going to happen that there's no way you'd be able to tell was going to happen. Yeah, even if it's not, you get something with Bogarts. You'll probably, something cool will happen. You're not just going to get home. People are going to be like, what happened? You're going to be like, uh, I have no, I have nothing to tell from that. You'll have some, oh, something cool yeah. will happen, you know? Yeah, I can't think of a story right now, but well, I don't, like you just do something and then something happens. Yeah, like. That you, just, you wouldn't know. That you'd have no possible... You wouldn't know that would happen. And... So life really is just this really cool story. And if you could... Tell what every step was going to be, it would be boring. But we want to know what every step is going to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't yeah. think you've tried to plan out your life as much as I have, though. Not really. I'm... Honestly... Everything resets for me at college, so I'm just focused on college, to be honest. Well, see, that's an interesting. Actually, one of the things that I really liked about high school, about going into college from high school, is that my life didn't really reset. I still drove out to gigs on the weekends, and because I had a car, I still saw my family a lot every weekend. And if you come to Miami with me, then you'll be able to drive home and stuff often, which <laughs> I think you're going to want more than you think. No, I I know I will. I I have a really hard time like when I go on like a camp or like any other thing where I have to spend the night somewhere else. I just don't. You get homesick? I get homesick on the first night. Hmm, I don't. And the second night. And the third. I mean, every night. Well, I definitely don't get that. But I, If I have to sleep in a bed that's not. Even if I have to sleep in like the wrong room in my own house. Like I, it makes me sad. <laughs> it makes you room sick. It makes me, <laughs> makes me room sick. So I, that's going to be a struggle when I go to college. Because I know I'm just a uh, product of the familiar. I don't think that's the expression. There's something no. like that. I like I like the familiar. I like I like the unfamiliar, but when I can come right back to the familiar after <laughs> yeah, it's done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but I I don't think that that's as good of a mindset to have. Is that it's not uh, a mindset uh, though? Uh, like I can't I can't control. That's not going to change. You know, it's not. It's something I can tell it won't change. What do you mean? 
I mean, that until when you go to college, everything will reset. No, in a no, way no. it does because you you're gonna lose all of your activities, and now you're gonna go have to find more. And if you come to Miami, there's a ton of activities. No, no, no. I mean, like, like I agree with that, but I mean, like, until my like being at Miami until I get used to that, which you know will take however long. I'm always gonna be homesick, and then once I leave Miami and go to some other weird place, probably not here. But like some other place, I'm gonna be homesick for Miami or home or something like that. Like that, that's never gonna change. Like, it's not like a mindset that I just like to go back to the familiar things. That's it's not, just that's not the mindset I'm talking about. Oh, I'm uh, talking about the when you leave high school, every your life is just gonna reset. Oh, oh. I mean, it's not gonna reset, but like I'm putting, I guess I'm putting all my marbles in to setting myself up as well as possible for Miami. I'm not really worried about, you know, what am I gonna do yeah, after I college. Yeah, I think that's good. That's good, cause yeah, you can't worry about all of life's issues. It's time. like yeah, it's like if it's if today's Monday and you have something you're. Looking I worry forward about to. paying for my kid's college right now. No, I'm joking. I really. Now I was gonna say like <laughs> why? <laughs> like, but like if it's Monday and you're really excited for something on Wednesday, but you're really nervous for something on Friday. You know, you're not really very nervous for that thing on Friday until after the fun thing happens, or if it's the other way around, you're not really that excited for the thing on Friday. Till after you get over the hump of Wednesday, yeah. when the you know it, your your brain doesn't really like to look that far ahead, which is a good thing and a bad thing because it can also become a trap, and then you just get so engrossed in where you are that you don't prepare for the thing ahead. Like to me, particularly in high school, because you've never really experienced. I, I am in high school, but like, <laughs> <laughs> like you've never experienced a big change. I was thinking about that like three yeah. weeks ago. Like, you don't know. You kind of have, though. I mean, I guess, yeah, but not. He was homeschooled up till sixth grade. Seventh grade. Through, up through till sixth. Up till, up seventh, till seventh grade. grade. Anyways, it's still, I still came home to the same house. I still, well, I would say was friends with the same people, but I, 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 didn't, I, didn't have, <laughs> I didn't have any friends back then. But like, it's, That's so sad. <laughs> but um, it's like, it was still the same life. Whereas I would, if I go to, say, like Miami, that's just like that's way that's just different and until you yeah you come home to a different bed every day and then then you you understand that better you know like that that makes more sense like i was thinking if you could just spend one day when you were 25 just one day even though you know you're going to be 25 someday your perspective on where you are right now as a 19 19 year old would totally change i think if you just had one day because then you're like you once you know how you feel you're gonna feel when you're 25 you're like this stuff that's stressing me out right now like i know i, I felt 25 year old me like i'm not stressed out about that so it just it puts all that stuff into place if that made any sense and this is why the other day you said what if i don't do well on the act uh what if i don't get into this program what if this what if that there's just no reason to ever worry about those because if you don't do well on the SAT, then what? You're going to have to figure out what to do now. There's no reason to worry yourself whether over you're going to get do the ACT or not. And say you don't get into kinesi freakiology. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, but you still want to be it. Then you just take a bunch of good and do really well in the science courses to get into kinesiology. Or you pick a different major that ends up being way better than you ever possibly thought. Like life literally always works out. 
And we don't have time to talk about how that might fit into like the spirituality of life always working out. Because I've been thinking about that. It's like, is there anything spiritual about life always working out? Like, why does it just always work out? Like, I tried to 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 distinguish life just working out between God working your life out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna save that for all these other conversations for another day. See, that's fun, isn't it? You just like talk, and you could talk forever. It's crazy. Like we could literally sit here and talk forever. But so far, I think this is like the longest podcast that I've ever done. We're past 40 minutes. So what? We've been talking for 40 minutes? Isn't that freaking insane? Whoa. That is, is, is this off? No, it's still on. That's crazy. Yeah, it's That's crazy. crazy. I, that did feel really quick. Um. Anyways, thanks for listening <laughs> to the podcast. My name is Sam Deer. You just heard Baller talking. Baller has a beard, which is weird. Tune in next time. <laughs>